This is The Epic of Travel, and I'm your host, Michael O'Fallon. getting ready to begin our unexpected journey together. And we must win to be able to protect the Shire. First things first, though. We know how to do what we have always done. But we need to prepare to do some things that we have never done. Think through thoughts that we have never thought of, that some of you have never had to think through before. Thankfully, I have had some time to think through these things about 10 years or so, and I'm here to help you, my fellow surgeoners, in the travel industry. But the first thing that we have to do is actually have a plan, a vision of what we are doing, why we are doing it, how it will work, and what it will look like on the other side. Now, that is tough in an environment that is changing, is still somewhat perilous, and that is faced with continued challenges. So to accomplish our chief aim, to continue through this current crisis and beyond, we have to have clear and precise vision. You see, we have dragons that we will need to battle. Dragons of chaos. And the only sword that we have that will beat the dragon of chaos is our vision. To look the dragon squarely in the eyes and say, no, absolutely no, failure is not an option. We will, in the end, win. And we just might be setting the example for the rest of the world on how to deal with issues like this. Because, and you know this, because the last thing you or I want right now is to have the government telling us what to do, and how to do it, and when to do it. So we have to lead as we journey. We have to show everyone the path that we take is the right one on this unexpected journey. This begins at the top. So we are going to start there with the leader. And leaders want to protect. They look at you, those of you that are vice presidents, middle managers, even down to the folks that are are working at the very base of the company. They look at you as their family, as if they have a responsibility for you. So during a crisis, leaders tend to hyper-focus on managing the threat to protect you and neglect long-range thinking. You see, you have to do both. Because vision is critical for both evaluating short-term decisions and then as well creating long-term strategies for a better future. The coronavirus pandemic has been a major disruption to the world economy. Some believe it will dwarf the effects of the 2008 recession, with fallout rivaling even that of the Great Depression, with many businesses shuttered and others just struggling to survive. Some leaders are thinking only in tactical terms, though. And tactics are ridiculously short-term. Tactics are the sort of thing that lead to PowerPoint presentations in the boardroom by people with ideas that never thought through, empathetically, on the reception of their brilliant little ideas 
by those that have to put them in motion and those that will be receiving them. They're only concerned with week-to-week survival, not long-term vision. But see, for this situation, we need the long view, the long strategy that continues to build momentum, safety, profitability, and as well, return the dream of travel to our guests. See, vision is critical for both evaluating short-term decisions and for creating a better future for all of us. Now, here's the key thing for you to remember. The ability to survive any crisis begins with a vision for what's possible. That's true no matter how great the crisis is. If the vision is compelling enough, people will apply their best thinking and efforts to figure it out, regardless of the obstacles and opposition. Now, you may remember the movie Apollo 13, based on the disastrous moon mission of the same name. The Apollo 13 spacecraft was damaged early in the flight, and the mission was aborted. But returning to Earth safely was by no means certain. They were running low on oxygen and battery power, stuck out in the middle of space. The three-member flight crew huddled together, awaiting instructions from Houston. Meanwhile, NASA's ground crew, led by veteran flight director Gene Krantz, scrambled for solutions. Tension mounted as the hours and minutes ticked by. As the spaceship neared the critical moment of re-entry, a senior leader back on the ground remarked, This could be the worst disaster NASA has ever seen. At that moment, in the spacecraft, Gene Krantz said, With all due respect, sir, I believe this will be our finest hour. Now see, that's visionary leadership. It was that vision of a positive outcome that enabled Krantz and his team to achieve. First, they envisioned the destination, a safe landing. Krantz said in that same conversation, failure is not an option. Then they improvised, adapted, and created their way to the solution, to survive the crisis, and let alone thrive in the future. See, you need a clear, inspiring vision for what comes next. And here's why. Vision produces positive change. If there was ever a time we needed positive change, it's now. The surging economy that we rode into this crisis has been badly damaged. Some industries are closed temporarily, but many businesses will not survive. That's the reality. But that's not the future. The pandemic will eventually come under control. When that happens, we'll need thriving businesses, jobs, goods, services, just as people always do. The businesses that thrive in those days will be led by those who look ahead to envision a better reality. Now, it would be foolish to ignore the current reality. 
it's also unwise to fixate on the long-term strategy. That will sometimes make you trip. But leaders look for what's possible. They imagine what could come next. They picture a better tomorrow, then find a way, make the path, take the unexpected journey to get there. And that's how we will make progress. Now, we do have to look at both sides, but I guarantee you this. Just negative thinking won't save your business, just cutting and slashing everywhere. It's often said that hope is not a strategy. And that's true. To make any progress, you need a vision followed by a concrete plan. Wishing won't get you there. Neither will pessimism. Doomsday thinking and scarcity mindset can be paralyzing. Now, you do always have to look at risk and reward. There's no doubt about that. You can't lead, though, into the future if you're bound by just negative attritional thinking. Yes, you have to take this threat seriously. You have to deal with it, mitigate it, be prepared. But a leader cannot afford to become a reactionary. Fear won't stop a pandemic. And fear won't save your business or your job. You need a vision, both personal and corporate, of what comes next. And understand this. People crave a visionary. They crave visionary leadership. When there is uncertainty, people look to a leader. That's true of nations communities, and families. What do you think a flag is for? A flag is there to make sure that everyone's eyes are pointing at the same thing. A flag indicates a union of purpose. And if there is a union of purpose, then we are all predictable to one another because we know what everybody's up to. And that's the same as peace. So if you're only looking out for number one, only for your best interests, then you fragment that and you allow it to disappear. You criticize it out of existence and then you have atomized the purpose and vision and an atomized society is a violent chaos. It's not an anarchic utopia. It's an absolute catastrophe. That's why our vision has to be focused together, to be on the same page, to be moving together with a purpose and direction. Look, everyone wants a way out of this mess. And they'll follow the person who can identify it. Wherever you are leading right now, people are looking to you for direction, whether that be at your organization or with your family or even within yourself. So no matter what the current reality may be, they innately believe that something better is possible. So now is the time to lead with vision. And so it will be. Something to remember here. The Apollo 13 capsule did indeed return to Earth safely with its crew intact. Decades later, Jim Lovell, the captain of the flight crew, was asked about Gene Kranz's legendary remark. 
Lovell simply said, And it was our finest hour. Will 2020 be the worst disaster our industry has ever seen? Or will this be our finest hour? It can be the latter if we lead with vision. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been The Epic of Travel. Thank you.